today we're going to talk about corn, not corn with a K. You can make a lot of things out of corn, actually. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just corn on a cob. Welcome back to another episode of the Captain Bagrat Podcast, where we're on a mission to fight boring news about Asia and Australia. It's a tough job, but, you know, someone's got to do it. Liam and I. We have to do it. Yeah, we have to do it. God yep. damn it. We're okay. forced. Forced to do it. We're forced to do it in downtown Chinatown. We are. Yeah. And today we're going to talk about corn, not corn with a K. Although I do like corn with a K. Heavy metal well. corn. I'm a fan. Do you, do you like I may have heard a few of their songs. You've heard a few, okay. Yeah. So I'm not. I'm assuming not a huge fan. Maybe no. Heavy metal's not my thing. I think it's more your thing because you said you were yeah. in a band once, right? Yeah, a few times. Yeah. Like I mean, yeah, I like metal. I guess I yeah. sort of like to branch out to all genres. So is that why we're doing corn today? Cause... No. No. Oh. No. Oh. I I don't know why. Well, I mean, we. Why did done... Why did you pick corn? Why? Well, I mean, I you told me that I picked it, and I actually forgot. That it was, <laughs> I was. Was it really me? Yeah, you um, kept on saying corn, corn, yeah, corn. I, think, I was like, oh, oh, okay. I think because we've done some other staple foods. Potatoes. Like done potatoes and, yep. and noodles. Noodles. Some other random topics, like we did Dolphin. dolphins. Yeah. That's not a staple food, but anyway. Not yet. Well, with your startup. That was, a, that was all, they were all, all jokes. <laughs> Disclaimer. Um, no, but it's another staple food. I think we did we did potatoes and that was fun to research potatoes because mm. we found out a lot. A lot about If yeah, you haven't listened staples. to it, it's, it's a bit of a longer episode, but mm. pretty interesting, I thought. And then noodles as well yeah um yeah really really i learned cool. a lot actually yeah i learned a lot i never knew so much about anyway so i thought we may as well do another staple food um and i thought well i mean not so much in australia but overseas especially america corn US, is yes. corn is massive um mm. so yeah i thought it was just a and Asians love to eat corn because I, I remember going to McDonald's in China and they were serving lots of corn. I'm like, well, this doesn't happen in Australia. As in like just like corn on the cob? Uh, corn as in like corn salads, corn this and corn that. I mean, I've had corn yeah. in a salad here, obviously. Like it's pretty popular. Yeah. I mean, it's not unpopular. Corn isn't unpopular. But not McDonald's. Yeah, I don't understand where you yeah. have it. Oh, I do know actually. They have in KFC in yeah. China, They I know they their salad has corn in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also in McDonald's no, salad. I, had, I never had like McDonald's when I was in China. Yeah, well, for some odd reason, corn is on the menu. So I think it's just uh, Asians, they love to eat corn for some reason. Well, corn on the cob is, is pretty typical oh, snack. Oh, I love it. That's, I, that's mm. cool that you can just go anywhere. I remember being at in the middle of winter, so the, mm. there's a big lake, and you're, you're at going to uh, the Summer Palace in mm. Beijing, big big landmark, big lake, and then mm. you know the Summer Palace behind it, and you can get there's a back train station. You can walk around the lake. It's really beautiful. Yeah. Did that in winter, and it's freezing. Like, the whole lake's frozen, and it's, mm. like, ice everywhere. Um, and you got some corn. You can, yeah, there's just, like, a little snack stand yeah and they sell like in the in the summer they sell like ice creams because it's really hot in the winter they sell like hot dogs not, not really hot dogs it's just like sausage on a stick yeah if you've been to china you would have seen this um and they sell corn just like fresh corn and the on sweet a potato rice. yeah and oh well they they, they didn't have sweet potato there because they yeah. didn't have to have a coal burner yeah. for it and they don't do it there but yeah just corn on a cob awesome snack and you just it walk is. around and especially on a freezing cold day yeah i love corn on a cob when it's um being sort of charred on the gas stove yeah. or on a barbecue and then you serve it with a bit of like smoky paprika mayo across the top like and then butter. sprinkle or, or butter. And butter and butter yeah so yeah. uh salty butter though yeah mm. what's your favorite um what's your favorite corn dish oh my god um that one plus i got two more okay all right the way i make chicken and sweet corn soup 
Okay. Yeah. So not the stuff that you can get from, you know, your usual Chinese restaurants. Yeah. But no. the way I make it fresh and it's got corn kernels, it's got corn flour to make it thick, but yep. also it has cream of corn to give that extra consistency. It's a corn trifecta. It's a it is corny of you to say that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, um, okay. And yeah. chicken, obviously. And chicken, yeah, so yeah. And, and, and lots of like coriander, spring yeah. onion, ginger. Yeah. Oh, my God. And then the chicken, obviously, you know, you can buy like cheap chicken necks from like any supermarket. Okay. Yeah, usually like $2 I've for a whole bag. It. I've always done it with like just a chicken breast. Oh, I've, no, no, because you need the bones to, for the to flavor. To make the stock. Yeah, yeah, but I'm lazy. No, it's easy to make the stock. Yeah, but I'm still. Like, you it just takes you time. just keep it. You don't you don't have to put all the corn in there. You just put water, ginger, uh, garlic, um, and spring onion. Yeah, and, and you put, let and it stew for a while. Right? Yeah. I mean, I haven't made it. Or in slow a, cook. I haven't made it in Australia. Yeah, okay. I made it when I was living overseas. Well, when it comes to winter, I'll make yeah. some and I'll bring it to the office please, for everyone. Please do. Yeah. Um, and then my second one is popcorn. Okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah, but I have a story behind it, but, little, but I don't know what to talk about yet. Okay, okay. <laughs> What's your favorite? Um, popcorn, my favorite is, do you know what a honey joy is? No. Okay. Is it joyful? It's an, it's like an Australian thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you maybe you might not have seen one. Oh, you probably have seen one before. I mean, you grew up here. No, um, I didn't. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Um, they're like, well, they're not actually, well, they're made with corn. They're made with corn flakes. Mm-hmm. And they're like, it's an Australian, as far as I can ascertain it's just an australian thing you know how we have like like what's what's the thing called with hundreds and thousands on it bread um, no like fair, oh, fairy bread sorry. <laughs> just had brain brain melted for a second fairy bread yeah it's like a very australian thing and yes. people overseas yeah well these things are the same they're called honey joys so you get cornflakes and you like just mix honey and, honey and joy, flour yeah. into it and then make it into like a little flat cup and then sometimes they is it like a muffin cupcake cup not quite it's oh. more like a little bowl i guess okay, would yeah, be more, yeah. like yeah and actually some people just make flat ones yeah do, but then you can also put like some people make put chocolate on top of them as well and then let them set like melted chocolate mm-hmm. and it like goes into that little cup and I fl- like so there's like all cornflakes held together with honey and honey chocolate, and chocolate. It's amazing I they, think I've had this they're called honey you probably have um, I probably have I just didn't know the technical name for yeah it. they're called honey joys that like yeah. I think the recipe came out on a um like I think it's World War Two recipe because you know people, then, people were yeah. trying to make stuff out of what they already had yeah and cornflakes were in like massive massive uh staple for you know, breakfast like you could just get them anywhere mm. so i think you know you remember on the back of your your cornflakes mm. box you could get recipes yeah if you ever looked at those but and that's it, so easy it, to make and that's like a snack that's like having yeah. a muesli bar but exactly. a my, d- bar. my dad used to make yeah. them all the time and they were the best yeah speaking of uh cornflakes do you Go know do you know why cornflakes were invented why yeah hmm that's a good question it's a pretty pretty good answer as well. Is it? Was, it? it was by Mr. Kellogg. Mr. Kellogg, actual Mr. Kellogg, actual himself. Mr. Kellogg. Yeah. Okay, okay. Let me let me let me think hard about this one. Okay. Okay. So why would he invent cornflakes? Because it was during the depression, and mm. and other stuff were more expensive. No, no. Okay, okay. You go. Okay. Well, the man who created cornflakes, Mr. Kellogg. Yes. Uh, produced a cereal in the late nineteenth century and marketed. It as a healthy, ready-to-eat, anti-masturbatory morning meal. Anti-what? Masturbatory. As in, is as this in, what I think I'm yeah, hearing? Yeah, exactly, right? So yes. the idea behind cornflakes is they're a bland breakfast, yes. like a really bland breakfast, but still nutritionally healthy for you. Yes. Um, meant to replace eating meat and stuff. Um, but it's meant to, the idea is because they're so bland, mm. they're meant to stop you from self-enjoyment. 
self-pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not joking. Like that's that's actually a legitimate quote. Um, so the, he was, I think, Seventh Day Adventist, like the the religion, right? Which is also um, the mother of uh, Chopper Reed. Really? Yeah, she oh, was also okay. a Seventh Adventist. Yeah. So they're vegetarian, and also yeah. they like they they think that you know that's wrong and, and sex is wrong mm. and etc etc. Definitely has some conflicts. He was a he was a Seventh Day Adventist. Wow. And he was a physician. Right, oh so, so sort of like a doctor back then, but not really. I know how to cure your problem, young um, boy. But yeah, he believed in celibacy and that, you know, sex was unhealthy and immoral mm. and all mm. those fun Christian things. Even with your own wife? Yeah, yeah, no, he actually, he, he never, well, allegedly, I don't know who could prove this, but apparently him and his wife just adopted kids. Not a bad thing. Yeah. Per se. Some kids need to be adopted. Yeah, yes. of course, right? Not not going to yeah. criticize them for that, but um, apparently never uh, consummated their marriage, to oh. put it politely. Okay, yeah. all right. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, but that's why he invented cornflakes because he believed that a it's vegetarian because um, it's made out of corn. Yeah, vegetables. that's right. And and Seventh Day Adventists are vegetables, but the main reason was that it's bland, mm. and that it, you know the idea was that Pure. it would stop you from yeah seeking enjoyment from other things. Anyway, all right. So <laughs> I'll tell my story now. Um, I think it's very uh, popcorn story. Yes, my popcorn okay, story. Good. It's like completely. I don't even know what scale it's on. So when I was little living in China. I don't I had you know you know how when you're small you only have memories of like things that are really extreme. Yeah. Yeah. So my mother took me to this place. I think we may have gone and watch a movie. So she bought me some popcorn. So as a child obviously I was like, oh popcorn and this is like, you know, communist China back in the eighties. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's like popcorn popcorn is such a treat. So I was like, you know, munching it all up. Um Were you at the movies or just in It could have been at the movies. It could have been I, I, I really don't remember right. that that's irrelevant. Okay. But the relevant part was next thing you know, my stomach started bloating up. <laughs> it bloated to the point it was so painful. My mom was on a bike. I was on the bike, the back of the bike, and she was riding me to the hospital. Really? Because my stomach had to, like, either the popcorn had not popped entirely and it was popping inside of me, or maybe they were, maybe it's something. Huh? Okay. I'm, no, just yeah, making, yeah, I'm, I'm making stuff up. Okay. Now. Yeah. Yeah. Or there was something that they put in there that had a reaction within me. Oh yeah, maybe. So, yeah. That's, that, that's probably. I think that's. that's yeah. But I don't know what the because I can't remember the rest of the story. Oh. But I just remember being in so much pain, like my entire stomach was bloated and it was hard and it hurt so much, and then I had to go to the hospital, and then I forgot from there. <laughs> Have you ever asked your mum what happened? That's a really interesting. Uh... <laughs> I mean, maybe you should leave it. Maybe I should just leave that's it as a, that. I, yeah. just don't know, I, I don't, I don't think I want, want to know what why. happens. Yeah. Yeah. That's so weird. So maybe. But you still like popcorn now. You said it's like your I top, still love top popcorn. I, I love um, salted caramel popcorn. It's one of my favorite. Do you like? Do you go to the movies and just eat all the popcorn before the movie starts? No, I have fear because of that incident. Oh, okay. But so you don't eat too much. Don't eat too much. You're a, you're an ethical. Popcorn I try eater. to be ethical. <laughs> ethical? No, no. <laughs> However, if somebody else has a, has a box of popcorn I, and then you know, they eat it and they seem fine, and I will eat it. Okay, I'm not a fan of <laughs> popcorn. popcorn. Yeah, okay. mm. I, this always seems to get people, but mm. I really don't enjoy eating it that much like i like like the salted butter popcorn yeah but i think at some point when i was younger in like primary school mm. um, growing up in australia a lot of people would have popcorn it was like a pretty common primary school snack you get like mm. these plastic bags it was one brand and i don't bit, remember the yeah, name soggy. yeah it's a bit yeah. soggy too. uh and then there was also the rainbow. Do you remember yeah, rainbow I remember popcorn? The rainbow one, there? Yeah. yeah, but um, we never had it like okay. ever. Like my parents were like, no, 
not that it's bad for you. Actually, popcorn is pretty good for you. It is really it's, healthy. It's actually really healthy. Comparison to other things, yeah. Apart from the, the apart butter from like and the, the butter and the salt and, yeah. <laughs> and the sugar, <laughs> the literal sugar, um, it's quite good for you. It is. But um, we never. My parents like were like, no, it's it's not good for you, or yeah. they just for whatever reason didn't get it for us. So I, I think got more protein than your usual corn. It has a bit, yeah, a bit more. So mm. we um we never ate it like much. Like we'd have it occasionally at home. Yeah. Um, you know, we had. I think we we. At one point, friends of ours had a popcorn maker, and we would have popcorn. And we, we there's still, microwave popcorn. Yeah, and, and we used yeah. to have microwave popcorn at home. Like my parents mm. weren't against it, but we just mm. never had it at school. Yeah. But I think I, I don't know now, especially now that I don't really go for a lot of sweet foods. I'm sort of like, eh, well, can I give you some popcorn facts? Some uh, yeah, go. I've got I've got some of my own. So oh, cool, let's, cool, let's, cool. Okay, let's, okay. Let's 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 do like a popcorn off. Okay. So, popcorn was conceived Con- in Peru. Conceived. Conceived. <laughs> Okay, well, I mean, technically not wrong. I mean, <laughs> right. Okay, yeah, good. In Peru, as early as 4,700 BC. So that's before Christ. That's 7,000, that's, sorry, 4,700 years before Christ. Yeah, so like more than, more than like, 7,000 years or, yeah, so more than So if you add that plus 2,000 Nearly 7,000 years, nearly 7,000 years. Yes, nearly yeah. 7,000 years. Wow. It's amazing. Yeah. Well, I've got one mm-hmm. on the back of that. Okay. Um, so there's actually a type of animal that just evolved because of the human, human domestication of, no, just normal corn. Like, okay. Right. Okay. Um, so corn, like you said, corn yes. came out of Peru and then spread across the yeah. world. Um, and now you actually can't find it in the wild. Like you you could not find what we call corn today. Why? So what we call corn today is actually, we're, we're, we're saying the wrong word, right? It's maize, right? It, yeah, right. Yeah. Or maize. Um, maize, whatever. Yeah. Uh, we should be, every other country in the world calls it maize except for Australia and America <laughs> and the UK. <laughs> like, <laughs> but like technically corn refers to like the family, like a huge family mm. and maize is actually what we're eating. So like if you go anywhere else in the world, what you're looking for is anyway. Yeah. I mean, it's the same as like eggplant. Everyone calls it Aubergine, aubergine and we're like coriander. We're like, do you know why it's called What's eggplant, corn? by the way? Huh? Do you know why it's called eggplant, by the way? I don't know. Okay, it's because it looks like an egg, and like the first stage of its development. Oh, only the first yeah. stage of its development. Well, yeah, okay, you, you know, remember when we talked about like like potatoes and they're related to cherry tomatoes yeah, and they yeah, have yeah, yeah. like it's like imagine a cherry tomato but white. But white. That's what an eggplant looks like before it goes purple. That's why it's called an eggplant. Such it looks a transition like an point. egg. And then, and okay, sorry, that's a bit of a tangent. Let's go back to corn. Back to corn, right? So there's a moss, um, mm. which is called the it's called the European corn borer in English, but actually it came from South America. Um, but it's a moth that's just grown up with corn. So since mm. corn has been domesticated, this moth has evolved really rapidly, like um, in like six thousand years. So it originally existed, but mm. small numbers around mm. Peru where the native corn you could find it. But now you can't find corn in the wild anymore because it's been changed by humans so much like it's a domestic Genetic modified well yeah not way. necessarily genetically mm. modified but modified by humans over the course of six thousand yeah. years like we selectively like bred have. it yeah exactly the same mm. so now this moth has grown with it and now it's like one of the biggest pests to do with that cool yeah did you know that a popcorn kernel can pop up to three feet in the air which is about one meter no that's massive never really one meter it. Pretty high. Considering how small a kernel can be. I guess because you never get to see, because usually it's in the microwave. Yeah, that's right. Like, unless you're lucky enough to have a mini popcorn machine. Yeah. Not that popular anymore, I don't think. Yes, I was very surprised. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Cool. You got another one? Um, one acre of corn. Yes. Eliminates eight tons of carbon dioxide from uh, the air. I did have that fact. Yeah. yeah. It's, um, it's one of the highest 
numbers that you yeah. can get in terms of like growth speed and stuff. So um, I thought that was pretty cool that they're talking about. Um, I mean, in America, mm. it's forty like forty percent of the world's corn is grown in the United States. Um, but you know, they're talking about moving more to Australia because we we grow a, a little bit. But we don't grow a lot. We grow rice and cotton. Yeah, and we like, grow what like going the on? most water rigor- rigorous. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. So talking, backing off that that one, actually, these maths. Alright, so for all you math freaks out there and agents who love to excel in math, um, <laughs> racist <laughs> stereotype. I know. <laughs> so it takes ninety-one gallons of water to produce one pound of corn. So one pound of corn is about, you know, in the strain system, is about 0.54 kilos. Okay. Okay. Half a kilo of corn. Yeah, nearly half a kilo of so corn. So ninety gallons. N- ninety-one I'm just, gallons. I'm just like yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. So there's two two types of measurements. There's okay. the US version, and then there's the UK and Australian version. Right. So ninety-one gallons in the US version is about three hundred and forty-four liters. Okay. Right. Yeah. That's a lot. Okay. That's a lot. That's okay. a lot. That's still for half a kilogram. Half a kilo. Half a kilo of corn, produced corn. But if we use the UK Australian system of gallons, that's about 413 litres for one, for half a kilo. That's a huge amount of water. Yeah. But in comparison to cotton, as we all know, cotton takes a lot of water. Yeah, huge amount of water. Okay, so cotton is also quite light. So if you're thinking about quantity-wise, to make one kilo of cotton, you need about 22,500 litres of water. Wow, that's... That's about 30 times more than what you need for rice. I mean, not rice, uh, water... Corn. Corn. Yeah, and for rice... It's about three thousand to five thousand liters for one kilo of rice. That's insane. Which is six times more than what you need for corn. And it's quite an issue because we grow mm. like a lot of rice and and corn, corn in Australia. here in Australia. I'm yeah. like, what, what's going on? People should be going corn. It's a big issue at the moment um, out west in Australia. Yeah, I mean, my, my parents are from out west, and like yeah. I've, I've been out there a fair few times, and yeah, like they're talking about you know just a lack of water, and yeah, it's being taken up by the cotton farmers. I was like, why are we doing cotton when it it, it takes up thirty times more than? I Porn. yeah, got to agree with you. I mean, yeah. Well, anyway, yeah. that was my fact. Well, yeah, it's, calculations. It's a good fact. Yeah, I've, I haven't looked mm. into the numbers myself, apart from the tons of carbon thing, which is a little yeah. bit harder to try and calculate. Mm. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe we should just be growing more corn. But can you make clothes out of it? I, I don't. I'm know. sure you can. Well, they, you can make a lot of things out of corn. Actually, yeah. Um, I, I wrote down a list of things that we eat out of it. Yeah. Um, so corn is processed used in a major component of foods like cereals obviously cornflakes yes. stuff like that it's also used in peanut butter yes i found that too potato chips soups marshmallows mm-hmm. ice cream mm-hmm. baby food mm-hmm. cooking oil margarine Everything. mayonnaise salad dressing and chewing gum i've got artificial silk shoe polish erasers soap glue plastic penicillin polenta soft drinks yeah Candles. Candles. Oh, sorry, candies. Oh, <laughs> I mean, it probably, probably, could be, probably could be used for candles as well. Why not? Well, and batteries, apparently. Yeah. Well, they they looking into. Um, I mean, at the moment we use it as a, it's a major source of ethanol, which mm. people add to add to fuel at the moment. So when you buy E10, yeah. it means ethanol, like ten percent ethanol. Mm. Um, and also we can just use your car can just yeah, run on straight ethanol as well, but it has to be converted. Yeah. And it doesn't work quite as well as petrol. Like yes. it's not. Um, well, yeah. yeah, I don't think it ever mm. will necessarily. It's just that it. it 
works as well. Yeah. Right. Just slightly less efficient. For uh, now. For now. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, until we develop. Well, I mean, hopefully mm. we have just all electric cars at some point in the future. Um, but it can also be used as an electric generator. So at the moment, all of the biomass, so what happens is we eat the corn, obviously, mm. when, we, when we grow it. Um, but then you have all this stuff called biomass, which is like all the leaves and stuff, which yeah, is left that's over. Yeah, right. um, There's actually a, a, it's like a test at the moment in America, but they've got a little power station operating. And all they do is like burn that biomass. Mm. And burns really well they capture the gas from it and, yeah. and recycle that so you don't actually it's not like using it or anything like that mm. um it's not like polluting, polluting and yeah. things like that um obviously eat the corn um but they're burning it and using it as a, in a steam generator to generate just straight electricity that's fantastic and apparently it's really really efficient because yeah. they're doing it already like yeah. they're, they're already growing it um and like i said america grows a huge amount so and just as amazing is the fact that you can make plastic out of corn that too yeah, yeah. so you know, for all you wonderful listeners who order HelloFresh, like I do, cool. yeah. <laughs> to supplement my Western meal sometimes, so I don't have to go to the shop, you know, Woolworths or Coles to get my own food. Like they pack everything and and send it out to me. But the satchels, the satchels, which um they they put the ice the, the ice blocks yep, to keep it, your meat. I've seen it before. Yeah. yeah, to keep your meat cold. So that sachet is made out of biodegradable corn. Really. Yes. Okay, I didn't know that. I know. I, awesome. was, I was so surprised. I Because when I got the box, I'm like, that's a lot of, like, um, stuff that I have to recycle. And then when I opened it, I was like, thank you. It's, it's biodegradable. It's fully biodegradable. Plastic corn. Good on them. I well, I mean, I know they were under fire originally, I think, when they first launched. Because, there's so much. But there's because everything plastic. was individually wrapped yeah. in plastic, yeah. But there's still a lot of plastic in uh, each particular meal. Okay. So I don't know how they're going to resolve that. But the fact that, you know, the, the, the frozen stuff, the stuff that needs to be kept cold, at least yeah. that's in that. Yeah, well, it's a start. I mean, and that's yeah. the whole point, right? Like, mm. it's, it's making a start. Yeah, exactly. Well, they, they also use it. Um, and this is one of the weird things that, mm. and one of the reasons I wanted to do this episode, yeah. um, is they use it to make corn syrup or like oh, glucose yeah. or high fructose corn syrup as, yeah. as people know it in America mm. um, because the sugar industry in America isn't huge, right, no. um, for whatever reason. Um, so now if you go to America and you've, if you've ever had American Coke or mm. Coca-Cola, mm. like the, the drink, mm. um, you'll notice it tastes different. Compared to Australia's? Yeah, it tastes I, like I've had it and I, you know, but it's sweeter. It's hard to describe. You have to yeah. have to go try it. If you ever see imported American stuff, try it and compare it to Australian stuff because we just use sugar, like mm. actual sugar, whereas they use this high fructose corn syrup. But um, there's a lot of studies and stuff showing that it's, it's not good for you. Really terrible for you yeah. because it's a really complex sugar. Yeah, um, it's not like basic sugar that we get like we have a huge sugarcane industry if you've ever driven to, around brisbane there's like sugarcane yeah, farms everywhere Bundaberg rum it's all built on Beat that sugar up. right that's right sugarcane but um rum mm. yeah exactly but um yeah in america almost every soft drink is sweetened with this high fructose corn syrup for a variety of you know socio-political reasons um yeah i just thought that was interesting that there can be such a different in what we it's sort of like a basic taste, right? It's yeah. something, and I mean, I know like we shouldn't be like, you know, like all these big companies and we shouldn't be like, oh yeah, everyone knows what Coke tastes like. But I mean, everyone knows what Coke tastes mm. like, but then you go to a different country, well, one country in particular, and it tastes completely different. I think that's really interesting. I know. Actually, a few of my uh, friends who went to America, they called the, the first year 10 kilo, where they just put on 10 kilos. Well, exactly. The, they're just not used to the corn syrup. And exactly. In, the in and, and everything. It is literally literally like high fructose corn syrup yeah. like that is in everything there like yeah. in, like in bread like oh in, yeah oh. literally everything like there's, there's 3500 uses of corn i know 
As a bourbon, uh, American bourbon. Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, I can't, Jack Daniels I can't, and complain, stuff like that. I can't complain at that. That's really nice. I like actually. bourbon. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I'm a big fan of that. It goes really well. It does. Here, I got a tongue twister for you. Uh, okay. So um, when corn shoots are, you know, uh, growing, they, they, they build this um, powerful antibiotic substance to, to uh, defend itself from a range of like pests such as, you know, insects and fungi and bacteria. Um, so I'm going to try and attempt to say this. Okay. Okay. There's a shortened uh, version abbreviation of it, okay. but I am going to try my good, very best. Good luck. Wait, right. the name of the, the of, of the okay. the powerful antibiotic okay. it is called two comma four dihydroxy uh, dash seven dash methoxy dash four comma four dash benzoaxine dash three dash one. Short for Dimboa. Dimboa. <laughs> D-I-M-B-O-A. <laughs> Definitely shorter. How do I, I mean, I know how they come up with it, but damn, that's a very long, doesn't really tell you, I don't know, maybe it does tell you something. It probably does tell you something. I'm sure but someone could. Yeah, yeah, but I just thought I the name Dimboa was pretty awesome Dimboa. At, at the end. Get some Dimboa in you. So Dimboa. does that stay when you eat corn? Like uh, if you what? just eat corn, do you get that antibiotic stuff or is it on the... Like the leaves and things. I don't know. Okay. Apparently, it's a natural defense. And then, so if there's some sort of like um, mutation in your in the corn gene, then it doesn't have it. And so some, so some the disease that might be um, related. Actually, there's a there's a disease that the Mexicans eat. What? Yeah. So. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. So that, this is what I found. Was, it's called corn schmut, S M U T. Okay. Yeah. I have no no idea. So it's a, a disease that um, it's caused in the kernels. Okay. So it causes the uh, the kernel individual kernels to mutate, and it ends up being like a mushroom. What? So it grows into a fungi, and the Mexicans actually harvest that. That sounds and, awesome. I know, and they serve it in uh, the tortillas, the enchiladas. They make it into like. Um, I want to try it now. The salads. <laughs> that sounds I, cool. Because I love mushrooms. Yeah, it's a staple. Yeah. Oh my god, I've never heard of that. <laughs> I know. Can we so, get it in Australia? Yeah. The, the the actual delicacy, the name it's called. I can't even say it, That's but it's H U I T L A C O C H E. Okay. Who, who, Is that like the name of the fungus? Or something? Yeah, the name of the okay. fungus. But uh, a lot of the uh, Mexican farmers, they they actually grab the fungus and they spread the spore. Just so they can get more of it. More of it, That's yeah. so cool. I know. And they call this stuff um, ma maize fungus. Maize fungus. Maize fungus. Okay. But I'm going to rename it. I'm going to give it something like a, you know, Bragelina kind of thing. Yeah. I'm going to call it corn fungi and call it corngi. Corngi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if I want to eat corngi. Corngi. Like get some corngi on your get fork. Get some corngi into it. But it sounds, um, what I'm picturing. It's like a mushroom. It's like I'm picturing yeah. a corn on the cob yeah. and then it's just mush, little mushrooms all over it and then eating Bean that. Mushrooms. Oh, that sounds amazing. Yeah. So it's, it's like. Sorry if you don't like mushrooms. I know there's a big group of people that don't like <laughs> mushrooms. So, so sorry of that. Just put a like, terrible picture in your mind of just thousands of tiny mushrooms on the corn cob. Yeah. So it's like, it these are like delicious. big, big, chunky mushrooms. So I'm guessing the texture would be kind of rich. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like an awesome. oyster mushroom. I want one. I know. I want to try it. But, but, but look, I'm going to. Go have one more thing before we finish off 
to you, your okay, yeah. something. So this kind of disease is not the first of its kind where where humans can actually consume it and go, oh my god, this byproduct is really awesome. You know how on grapes, uh, wine when you when you make wine, yep. wine grapes, there's a particular. I'm disease. familiar with it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, with, with, with grapes been, and wines. I've been to some wineries. <laughs> so there's a particular disease called botrytis, right? Okay. You yeah. get your botrytis one, which ends up being your dessert wine. So there's two yeah. types, um, and one is the sort of the the grey rot, which you don't want, but you want the noble rot. The noble, the noble rot. rot. Yeah, so with the noble rot, uh, apparently it's it's uh, you find it in Rutherglen in Australia, okay. in sort of like Victoria slash New South Wales area. So what happens is that grapes is in a, like a cool climate, so it rots, but then it gets a lot of water or, or some sort of wetness, and then somehow the the grape itself gets shriveled up. Uh, and then all the concentration of the glucose and all the other particles um, ends up being a dried, sort of like a dried sultana in a way. Okay. And, and then they harvest it and fermentate it, and it ends up being the most delicious dessert wine ever. Awesome. I want to. Yeah, I think I have tried it before. Rather Glen, all Rather, the way. Yeah, I, I've had some before, but I didn't know that it came from a disease. The, okay. I don't, I don't have any. I got. I got two more little facts. <laughs> okay. Good. 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 Maize is a type of grass. <gasps> yes, yeah, I knew about that. Just a type of grass. Yeah. And um and, and the other one is that originally um when America was being colonized, mm. like the, the northern America, yes. um, it was used as a currency. So obviously oh. it's really easy to grow there because they've just got perfect conditions for it, not as dry as like Australia or anything like that. Um but you know, when they were hunting and, and trading mm. and stuff, yeah. Um, they would just use it as like a currency. Like you would trade because there was no like coinage or anything across the state. Well, there was yeah. some coinage, but yeah. it, like you know, they're still discovering the whole continent and moving in. So they would just trade corn for, husks yeah. because you could you could store it for a long time, right? You can yeah. you can just break it off, and it's got like it's a protective system, mm. and you can just take it with you and trade it for like furs and other foods and things like that. And it's it's quite energy, uh, it's quite nutritious. It's actually one of the most energy dense staple foods. Um, it's like fifteen hundred kilojoules per whatever it is, um, hundred grams or something. So yeah. So that's pretty awesome. Just yeah. like some islands use shells as currency as well. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Like you can, why not use um why not use corn? Yeah. I've got I've got like a little one as well. Okay. Another go for one. It. I forgot about this one. Um they 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 count you can count the number of days that it takes to grow corn. So in the in so you know DNA, right? Mm-hmm. Like the, the, the code that makes things grow. Everything. Everything. Yeah. Or, yeah. Um in the DNA of corn, like its genetic code, uh, there's it's like a hard-coded number of days that it needs to flower to actually produce a flower. And then once it's produced a flower, then the seeds of the flower are actually what you're eating, right? The corn yeah. kernels. Yeah. Um, but there's a spe- set number of days over 10 degrees Celsius, exactly 10 degrees Celsius. So to wow. grow corn successfully, wow, you have to grow it in an environment where, and it, it takes a year to grow, like it's an mm. annual crop or most of a year to grow. But you have it has to get X amount of days over ten degrees Celsius, or else it won't grow. So you so can sensitive. but like every type, not every every type of corn is slightly different. Yeah. But for that type of corn, like you could literally go one less day, and it won't oh, it right. won't flower. No wonder a lot of the corn that we know is genetically modified. Exactly. To make that, sure that they grow. Exactly. That's it. Wow. Yeah. All right. I got one more. Okay. The world record for eating. Oh, okay. <laughs> The most corn kernels with a cocktail stick is what? With, with a co- so like so a little, like a toothpick like thing, a tooth- right? Yeah, with a little toothpick over, over, let's say. What do you mean? Like they like one minute. What do you mean they like stick stick it in? Or the, oh, it's like in a plate. They're already like it's cut off. It's on a plate already. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I the thought, corn I thought kernels are like they and it's on a plate, and then you have to use your, you know, uh, yeah, a little your toothpick stick to eat them. Yeah. So I guess how many oh. this guy ate in one minute? 
One minute. One minute. Hundred. Close. Eighty. Eighty. Yeah, that's Even not then, bad. That's more than one a second. Exactly. That's yeah. <laughs> and do you know where this guy's from? Or when? Or when he actually where he's actually from? Uh, a very famous potato that's copyrighted. Iowa. Idaho. Oh, Idaho. Oh yeah. <laughs> that's why I picked it. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Good but, on him. Yeah. So his act was 80. to promote STEM education. What? So he had a purpose to to do this. Um, what does uh, it have to do with? I think he was trying to teach the kids. Go. Oh, this is this is about you know, science. And then as a okay. little fun thing, that he would you know try and eat kids, as many if you eat corn kernels, eighty corn kernels in, in a, a minute. minute with a stick. Yeah. Then one day you will be talked about on Madame Chen's podcast. That's right. Absolutely. But then he also time. kicked ass on the same thing that he was doing right. over three minutes, and he did two hundred forty-one corn kernels. So he kept, he can keep it up. Yeah, absolutely. Because that's that's like that's like one more than he could have. Like yeah. that's like he's still doing eighty a minute. Yeah. And so being a little bit off track, then I started researching about how many people ate dumplings. <laughs> okay. And this is something that I think, Liam, you and I, we can beat. Yeah. So at the moment, in the Guinness Book of Records, is, yep. there's one guy from Canada who is apparently in the Guinness Book of Records uh, for eating only ten dumplings in one minute. One at a time. Ten. Ten. I think we can kick his ass. I reckon I can beat. I mean, I'm, I'm, we're saying this very confidently. Oh, yeah. Oh, we can do <laughs> it. Whether or not we could add, Yeah. Surely you could just, like, swallow them. Exactly. Like, you, you can... Because people do, like... People swallow, like... like Hot dogs and stuff. Yeah, like, and pool balls and all yeah. sorts of stuff. Surely you just get one of those guys. Exactly. And just be like, swallow this plate. I know. So, all here was pork dumplings. So, I'm sure you Although and one I... Minute. In yeah. one minute. Ten in one minute. We can kick that ass. I'd give it a sh- shot, maybe. I think we should. We <laughs> should practice some, first. I need some practice, yeah. Yeah, we'll practice first, and then I'll contact to... the Guinness Book of Records. And they go. can't be too hot. No, no, they'll be a bit yeah, cold. You need, you need to make sure. Okay, yeah, let's do it. Let's, let's... Excellent. That's all I have. <laughs> good. That's, Taking that's, ourselves on a challenge. That's a good place to finish. <laughs> Are you up for it? I'm up for it. Excellent. Let's go. Sidekicks in action. Yeah. And that's it for our corn. That's it for corn. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, it's time for us to rock and roll because everyone else is waving at us. Back right out. Hey, thanks for listening to this week's podcast. For the latest updates and posts, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If you love it as much as Captain Bagrat and I do, uh, please support us on Patreon, where we hope that our dream of having our own TV show will become a reality one day. So then we can continue to fight boring news on everything, anything, and nothing with an Asian twist. Thanks for your support. Bag rat out. Solid.